Hello, my loves. Oh my gosh. Welcome to my very first ever podcast episode. I have absolutely not a clue what I'm doing. I was going to wait until I had like a microphone and all of the things set up, but like, let's be honest, I am all about taking messy, imperfect action. And so to wait until I had that sorted out just didn't make sense. And I had a little push from my friend yesterday. She was like, are you starting a podcast? And I never told her. And I said, I am, but I'm just, and I, I heard my excuses come up. And so I just decided, you know what? Fuck the excuses. Let's do the thing. Let's just record an app. I wasn't even planning on doing this today, but I feel like that's what this whole podcast is going to be honestly based on is just like going for it. Like, let's just fucking go. Let's just do the thing. And yeah, I'm super, super excited to be in your ears today talking to you. So I guess where I'm going with this podcast is I I really do feel like I have a lot to say. And sometimes it's like, I don't always want to put that into a masterclass or, or something like that. I want to be able to just like provide you guys with some value for free. And like, I just love, I love listening to a podcast myself. So I was like, you know what? I can talk the butt off a horse. So that's definitely not a saying. I'm pretty sure I just made that up. But yeah, so I am going to be talking all things personal development, shadow work, business, motherhood, like just all of the things really. I um, am such a multifaceted human being and I feel like this podcast, you'll be able to really get to understand and know me and like all of my facets and just like all of the parts of me. It's very kind of hard to portray all of the sides on social media. I feel like a podcast is a little bit more, I'm able to just like take a bit more time be vulnerable, be open and all of those sorts of things. I'm probably at this stage not going to like edit. I'm just going to post raw, real, like unedited podcasts. So you're just going to be coming along with me on the growth journey, which I'm very excited for. So like maybe I should just introduce myself. I am Mel. I am 30. I have two kids, a husband and a dog. I am a online mindset and business coach. So basically I come from a, a background of hairdressing, had um, a hairdressing career for 16 years and had a salon of my own for six, I think, of those years. So I feel like honestly entrepreneurship was just kind of like something I was born with. And then we also decided in in the middle of COVID or at the beginning of COVID to open a mechanic workshop. So we have that, it is called Costa Auto Co. And we still have that. My husband predominantly runs that and I help him out. So it's fun. It keeps us busy, but yeah, I, I really, honestly, I've been doing personal development work for years now and I am so passionate about helping people. Like I, it's just been something that I've always loved and in my hairdressing career I feel like I I did that and I could fulfill that part of me where I someone would walk in and they may not be feeling 100% and their confidence may not be right where it wants to be and, and those sorts of things oh my gosh it's 11 11 stop anyway 
I'm such a I'm a spiritual gal, by the way. That's that was my cue to like let you guys know that I'm very spiritual, very intuitive. But my type of spiritual is like spirituality mixed with shadow work. So if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you're fucking about to because I don't like get I don't I, I don't believe in spiritually bypassing. Basically, I believe in taking accountability and responsibility. But that's a whole nother conversation. Let's go there another time. Um, but yeah. So basically in my hairdressing career, I yeah was able to fulfill the part of me that wanted to help people by, you know, they would walk in, they might not be feeling 100% and I could feel people's energy. I've always been a really big energy feeler. I used to think I was judgmental and whilst there was definitely probably an element of me being judgmental, I now see it as like, I'm just very intuitive and I just feel people's energy. And if it's not a good energy, like I will feel it. And I'm always right. And people like my husband, he would always be like, you're so judgmental. And I'm like, no, there's just something not right. And I just, I just know. So equally, if you're a good fucking human, I will know, like I can just feel it. So I would feel someone's energy. And, and honestly, like seeing the the person, the client walk out after having their hair done, which I know is such a superficial and like, like vain thing, but it's like, it changes someone's energy. Yeah. Like it. And I really think that hairdressers out there actually underestimate the capability that they have to change someone's life or at least their day, or at least their week, their month, whatever the thing. And it's like, I knew that I was helping people, helping them feel better and more confident and all of those sorts of things on the outside, but I wanted more depth and I, and I needed more depth to feel fulfilled. So that's what I did. I, I did personal development myself and I just, it changed my life. So I just decided, you know what, this is what I want to do. So I went and I studied and I did the thing and now here I am. So Honestly, I I really work mostly on mindset whilst we definitely go through business strategy and all of the things. You can have all the strategy in the world, but if your mindset's cooked, like good luck implementing it basically. So that's what I work on. I work on the mindset. We work on the blocks. We work on all of the things that are holding you back within business. And equally, I also work with the people who don't own businesses as well. Like I work with humans and I absolutely love it. The fan on my laptop right now is going absolutely skits mix. So I'm hoping that you guys can't hear it, but the show must go on. I've like stopped and listened back and it sounds okay. So let's just keep going. So basically when it comes to my clients and what I do, I know that there is like every second person out there right now is a mindset coach or a fitness coach or a business coach. And it's really easy to get caught up in the, it's an oversaturated market. And it's like, sure, you could see it that way, but you could also see it, the the mechanic industry as oversaturated, plumbers, electricians, builders, like all of the things are saturated, you know, like, well, not all of the things, but a lot of industries are saturated. And it's like, for as long as you see it as saturated, you see yourself in a race with everyone else. And this goes for any industry that you're in. But I have really worked on my like mentality and my mindset and just my perception around the industry over the last six months, especially I, I ran a masterclass last 
year, the end of last year, called Industry Rebel. And it was honestly just everything authenticity, being you, not doing what you feel like you have to do. Like it was such a valuable masterclass. It was actually free. So I'm thinking about repurposing that into a podcast episode. And if I do, you are welcome. Like it was actually that good. I just, yeah, I just loved it. I, it was a conversation I was having with all of my friends and I was like, this actually just needs to be spoken about. So that's what I did. And like, this just goes back to like being you and, and doing what you want to do to an extent. Like you obviously don't want to have that ego in place where it's like, I'm not listening to anyone and it's not open and curious. Obviously we want to always remain curious. And I truly believe that curiosity is the key to growth. The minute that you close yourself off from curiosity, the minute you stop growing basically is the way I see it. And I believe that like your ego doesn't want to remain curious. We know that it's it's like going to put a label on everything and it wants to be closed off to certain things and it wants to just believe what it wants to believe um, and to protect its concept, your concept of self and all of those things. But like if you can overcome your ego and just remain curious about things, like that is everything. You, I truly believe that is like what has contributed to, to my growth is just like my curiosity. And when I say curiosity, like let's actually just go there and chat about it for a minute. It's like noticing that part of you that wants to go, no, nah, I don't do that. Or no, nah, I don't agree with that. And like, it's okay to, to deny things and, and to not agree with everything everyone says. But if you can actually just stop and be like, I don't agree with that, but I'm willing to, to, to keep an open mind to it. Like that's everything. And it's like anything with an open mind, right? You meet someone and they're like different than what you know or something like that. And it's like, wow, that's super different. I'm interested. That's where you're going to learn. Like when you can actually just remain curious and, and truly asking questions, like asking questions is curious. Think of a curious child. They're asking questions, right? They're contemplating, they're observing that curiosity. Like kids are so curious and their brains and their minds are growing at such a rapid speed. When we grow into adults, I feel like we lose that curiosity a lot, which is why we can stay in the same place or stay stuck and we're not feeling like we're moving or growing or anything like that. And it's actually really interesting because I'm going to give you a story time. Um, When I first started personal development work, so I've been with my husband for 14 years, almost nearly 14 years. And I started a, a few years ago now. And when I started, he did not get it. He did not understand. And he was like, why are you doing this? You're like, my basically if you've ever been through a spiritual awakening or like a dark night of the soul it feels like your entire life is falling apart you feel like basically you everything you ever knew was a lie everything starts making sense and you just go through a big processing time and you know i spoke to him and i was like i'm just feeling this way and all of the things and he was like i don't get why you're doing this why are you paying someone to get in your ear and put things in your head? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I, I just I, I just don't understand. And he just didn't get it. And I said, I want to grow and I want to be better. And I remember him saying to me, 
but you're perfect the way you are and I like you the way you are. I don't want you to change. Why do you need to grow? You're, I love you the way you are now. I don't want you to grow. And I was like, what the fuck? Because my entire life has been about growth, right? It's one of my, my, my biggest values is growth. And he didn't get it. And I actually felt like our relationship was going to end back then because I felt as if I was potentially going to outgrow him because he couldn't like remain curious about what I was doing and, and he wasn't keeping an open mind. Now, when I look back, I see that he potentially was scared also that I was going to outgrow him. And like, we really had a decision and the choice back then, whether we were to just like grow apart or grow together. And we have two kids. So we are just like committed to making it work and, you know, not at the detriment of, of ourselves, but like, we don't just lean out and give up when things get tough. So things were really tough back then. And, you know, we, we took us some time to work through it, but we worked through it and we were able to come to a place where I was like, I don't expect you to do the work. Um, I don't, I'm not asking you to get a coach and do the things that I'm doing, but I do ask you keep an open mind and just remain curious. And he was like, yep, I can do that. And it's like, we should never force our partners into doing the work anyways. I don't think all they hear when we suggest that they do this or they do that, all they hear is I'm not good enough. And I can definitely see that I played a part in like making him not feel good enough back then because I felt like I was superior to to him because I was doing the work and he wasn't and I felt like I was growing and he wasn't and all of those sorts of things. And I really had to catch myself in that superiority and like bring myself fucking back down to earth. And I I actually noticed that I had a projection there that or an assumption that he couldn't meet me at the depths I was going to and that you know, he, we were just going to be different people and he would never understand me and, and all of those sorts of things. And also kind of just wrote off the fact that I could learn anything from him because I felt more emotionally intelligent and more in tune with my feelings and, and all of the things that you do when you start doing the work. And I was so fucking wrong. Like I was so wrong. And it, it I remember one day it just clicking for me where I was like, holy shit. I learned so much from this man. I have projected that because I do the work and he doesn't, that he would never be able to expand me. And I was so wrong. So, so, so wrong. And I know a lot of people actually um, like feel this way when they start doing the work. And I just want to like validate you in that it is scary and it is a lot. And you do worry, like, is this person going to come with me? And it's not necessarily that they need to do the work or get a coach or whatever the thing is that you do when you start doing personal development work. They don't need to do that, but they do need to to be open and open-minded and curious about what you're doing. That doesn't mean, again, that they need to sit down and do shadow work with you and all of those things. But I think that they need to respect and pay some sort of interest in what you're learning and what you're uncovering about yourself, because it is honestly, it is who you are. Now, this also comes back to the piece where it's like, not everyone can come with you. And when we want to talk about like vibration and frequency, when you're growing and you're working on yourself, you are raising your vibration, you're raising your frequency. And 
the people who are not moving or they're not working on themselves, they stay the same. They actually stay the same. Their vibration stays where it's at and you're raising. So naturally, you may gravitate away from people. And this 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 does happen. It's happened to me. It happened with friends and that's fine. Like it's it's all good, but it does come with a grieving process and just like that knowing that, yeah, not everybody can actually come with you along your journey. You are going to leave people behind at times and it's just becoming okay with the grief that that comes with that. It's also knowing that when people leave your life, they're creating space for new to come in. And so it's really interesting when I see people come into this world and do the work and, and start working on themselves and they start becoming hypervigilant to everybody else and their actions and what they're doing, which is so interesting because also for as long as you see what everyone else is doing, quotations are wrong, you don't actually have to look at where you're doing those things or where you're doing that quotations wrong thing. I fucking hate right and wrong language, but we're just going to use it for lack of a better word. But we do start seeing things in other people. And I always say to to people when they're going through this of just like it will pass and you will settle and you'll, you'll also understand that not everyone is perfect, but you'll start to gauge who's right for you and who who is is not really aligned anymore. And, you know, the saying like you're only as good as the five people that you surround yourself with with the most and it's so true because energy is contagious and like the vibration and the frequency of the people that you're around you're all soaking up each other's so if you're a quite a high vibe human and you're hanging out with people who are just like low vibe and they're you know draining your energy and stuff like that they literally are draining your energy and they're lowering your vibration so I see people come in and just like want to cut everyone from their lives. And I don't think that we need to do that. And there are definitely people in our lives that, you know, maybe family and stuff like that, that we potentially need to have difficult conversations with and set boundaries with and all of those things because the relationship needs to move to a new level. And I've actually done this with my own family with my dad and um, it completely just changed our relationship so when it comes to like people not being able to come with you I had this projection where I could or I could all of a sudden see all of these things in our relationship that were quotations wrong and we've had a tumultuous relationship anyway but he's always now I look back he's always had my best interest at heart and he was doing his best but that's another story for another day. And um, yeah, I really just had this moment where I was like, okay, this is this is like one of those situations where he just can't come with me and that relationship maybe potentially needs to end. And I just, I, I wanted to lean out of the relationship, but that's my dad. And so I, I committed to having a really difficult conversation and potentially trying to make it work. And I did and it, and it didn't go well at the start and then it did and then it just changed. Our relationship just changed and I, you know, said to him I need to set some boundaries and he didn't like it. He He's obviously, you know, nearly 50. So he's like, boundaries, are, you know, that sort of thing. And I was like, listen, they're not a bad thing. And I really think people, a lot of the older generation as well, they sometimes see 
boundaries is like this hard wall of like you're not allowed in and that's not the case I actually said to dad I was like dad I I want us to have boundaries because I want us to be a healthy functioning family that can communicate and respect each other's boundaries and that's all I'm asking I'm not being a bitch like I'm not trying to shut you out because if I wanted to shut you out I would just cut you off and I had to be that brutal and that honest with him and he was like oh, okay. Yep. I see that. Um, and he respected it. And he said, well, I've got some boundaries for you as well. And I was like, amazing. Cause they, they can't just be, be one way, right? You can't just have boundaries with people and then not have, you know, boundaries put, put in with you or not respect their boundaries. And he told me a few things and I was like, yep, done. Like, I'm so happy with that. And ever since that day, our relationship has completely changed and just evolved. And there's such a respect there now. And I, I don't feel triggered around him. I don't feel reactive around him. I just feel really neutral. And just like, if something does come up, I respond rather than react. And it's just like, so fucking healing. And I, can honestly say, and I actually feel emotional. Um, I honestly didn't think that we'd ever be able to get to a place that, that we have or the place that we have. Um, I just didn't see it to be possible. I didn't know how we would ever get over our shit and we just have, and we've just made it work. And whilst it's not the perfect relationship, I think that would just be setting an unrealistic, like, expectation and image we still have our things but we can communicate now and we're not explosive and screaming at one another and all of those things and for me it's been a huge piece of just working on my emotional intelligence and not being so reactive just responding and not taking things so personally and knowing that hey I've had this really tough conversation with probably one of the most difficult conversations of my life but you know, like uh, we've been able to overcome that. And I think it comes as well when it comes to parents, it comes with a lot of guilt because you know that they did everything that they could, especially if you're a parent. Like, can I just say when you're a parent, you kind of get it. You're like, oh my God, my mom and dad did this for me. My mom and dad felt this way. And like, that's been really healing for me too, to just like be a parent and like, you know, break cycles and all of the things, but it's given me perspective on that not to make excuses for my dad and for for everything, you know, with my parents growing up, but it's like not to make excuses, but they were doing their actual best and they gave so much to me and my brother and my sister. And the, the hard conversation that I had with my dad, like it actually came with a lot of guilt that like he always made sure I had what I needed. And, you know, I had like a, a good upbringing. Everybody has their shit. But like, I can't sit here and say like, I didn't have food. I didn't have shelter. I didn't have the things I wanted in life. I, I you know, I was very well looked after. Um, and so removing that like guilt when I had that conversation, just I had to do it. And, and just having the conversation of like, yes, you did everything for me when I was younger and you were bringing me up. But right now I'm an adult and I deserve to be respected and blah, 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 blah. We won't go into it. But um, yeah, and, and you know what? We actually got really deep, which I never thought would happen either. And just like really said how we felt. And that I could see my dad when he actually opened himself up and expressed his emotion. I saw him in a completely different light. 
completely fucking different. I actually could see his inner child and I could see his pain and, and all of the things. And I was like, you know, I do love you. And I could actually reassure him and he could reassure me. And it was just so healing. But anyway, that is just like a little story, a little tangent that I've gone off on in terms of like who can come with you and who can't. And I think that something else that I use as an explanation of why it is hard sometimes doing this work and doing mindset work is like, um, I want you to imagine, I'm going to give you like a, a, a metaphor. Is that the right word? I want you, I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Imagine that you have a mountain. There's a mountain right in front of you. That is your journey of life and growth. And when you are born, okay, you were born with a backpack and As life goes on and you experience maybe traumas or you develop beliefs or whatever the thing, something happens to you or you have a fallout with a boyfriend or whatever the thing, you have bricks put in your backpack, okay? So the more that happens to you, let's call them negative things, but the more that happens to you, the more heavy that backpack is going to be. And then on top of that, we've got the people in our lives. They're all sitting in our backpack too. The, the, the things in our life, the people around us. And so when we are going up this mountain of growth, this journey, this evolution, we really actually can't take that backpack up that fucking mountain. It is heavy, right? The bitch is heavy. It's hurting my shoulders. It's hurting my back. Like we need to get some of these bricks out. We need to start dealing with some of this shit. That's the way I see it. So when I look at shadow work and and doing the work and mindset work as well and healing, I see me releasing bricks out of my backpack to make it lighter so I can get up the hill. But the thing with the backpack and the bricks is that those bricks have been there for a really long time. Some of them my entire life, if not, you know, past lives, all of the things. And so letting go of those bricks comes with a grieving process, doesn't it? Like it actually does. It's hard. It's tough to let go of these things that you've held on to for a long time. And this might be beliefs. It might be behaviors. It might be patterns. It might be, you know, thoughts. It might be Um, narratives, stories, it might even be people and things, right? You know what you need to let go of on your journey in order to be able to keep moving forward. And so that is really hard. Like it actually comes with a huge grieving process. And that's where I find doing the work can be painful. But, but once your backpack is lighter, bitch, you're going to be running up that mountain. You are going to be like leaping and sprinting and doing all the things and just like you're going to be free. That's the way I see releasing the the bricks from your backpack. You're going to be free, right? And and people, they get to this this place where they're like reading books and they're like listening to podcasts and they're like, I'm realizing this and I've developed this belief and whatever the thing is, the story, the narrative they have around their childhood. And then they feel the pain they start seeing themselves in a different way and they start realizing that maybe they're playing out certain patterns or behaviors and and they 
are triggered and it hurts and it's painful and then they lean out and then they they give up and the trick here is a trick but the key here is to lean in and just push through it because on the other side of that pain is like the most immense amount of growth and evolution as a human being which then comes with real depth real connection and all of the things like the beautiful things in life so yeah it's like a little analogy that I use and I've done like videos on Instagram about this before so it's not something new but um you know we need to be able to release that shit from our backpack those bricks in order to keep moving forward and like I said with my husband before he didn't get it he didn't get why did I want to walk up this hill why the fuck do you want to walk up this mountain like that sounds shit and it was like when he got it he got it and and it's just like sometimes that teething process when you first start doing the work of like explaining to people and and people don't get it and like why isn't this shit taught in school like honestly I don't get it I really don't but it's just so like I just wish I could get more people to understand that you don't have to keep playing out the patterns you play out. You don't have to stay the way that you are. Not that you're not good enough as you are now. You are fucking amazing. And like, if you are listening to this, remember that you are an amazing human. But I believe that life is about growth and movement and just evolving as a human. And that's where I find my joy. Like that is where, like if I can be, a better human, I'm naturally going to be a better wife, a better mum, a better friend, a better coach. And and when I die one day, I don't want people standing around saying, oh my God, she had a nice car and Louis Vuitton handbags. Whilst I love nice cars and Louis Vuitton handbags, let me just preface that. I want them to be like, this bitch changed my fucking life. She actually showed me what life is about. She helped me break generational patterns, like all of the things, become happier, like be more in touch with her, like body, like all of the things, guys, like pleasure, sex. Like I speak about the things that people don't really speak about. And what is that rule? Like don't speak about sex, money, religion, politics or something like that. And for me, I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. Like I'm fucking speaking about it. If I want to speak about it, I'm going to. And so that's something you guys will learn as well. If you don't already know me and and know what I'm about is that I talk about sex. I have a funny sense of humor, a a cooked sense of humor. I'm a, I've got a very dirty mind and I love that for me. Um, it keeps life entertaining and spicy, but anyway, So I encourage you to actually take some time to sit and ask yourself, what do I actually want to be remembered for? What do I want people saying at my funeral one day? And like for me, like my kids are my entire fucking world, my entire world. And getting clear on this made me realize how much time I was spending on the shit that didn't fucking matter. Like, truly, like, the things, the the amount of time I was wasting, like, buried in my phone, looking at other things, at other people, at other people's lives. And it's like, whilst I don't mind a cheeky scroll here and there, I was taking away time from my kids that would, I could have been creating memories, teaching them things, like, showing them 
the ropes of life and I was like buried in my phone instead and it was a huge eye-opener for me to just be like wow I am wasting time you don't get time back you actually don't time is so precious you can make money again money comes back to you time does not and so for me it was like sitting there and going holy shit this isn't this was a big contributor for me selling my salon and actually stepping away from that was like I looked at my values and I was like, my family, like my kids, they are at the fucking top. They are at the top and I am coming home. I remember sitting at the kitchen bench one day when I was right at the, my wits end and I cried and I cried and I cried and I said to Sean, I cannot do this anymore. We come home, we're both exhausted, we're both burnt out. The kids need us and want us and we have no energy for them. We practically ignore them. Like they just want our attention and, and we can't give them anything. because well, We gave them things. We, we looked after them and we kept them alive, but we couldn't give them overflow energy. Like we were not present parents because we were so burnt out and so laser focused on work that it was like detrimental to our family. So that was one of the, the reasons why I, I sold the salon and stepped back. But I realized that like when I die, they're not going to stand there and be like, Mel was an amazing hairdresser and she, you know, had a successful salon. It's like, no, they're going to, I want them to say, well, they may say that, but I don't want them to. I want them to say she was a fucking loving mother. She taught her kids how to be amazing humans and she was always pushing the people around her to be better and I feel like naturally that's what I do it's like my friends they can they they'll tell you this it's like if I see something if I see that you're not tapping into your potential I will tell you like I will actually say to you I think xyz and you're actually not even like tapping into your potential and you know you like you were so capable and all of the things and just like even my my husband like with work we are always having expansive conversations and it's not about like forcing people to be better because they're not good enough as they are again I just need to preface like the language that I use it's not about them not being good enough it's about knowing like showing them that they actually have so much untapped potential that they can tap into and I actually feel like I also surround myself with friends who do the same for me and, and Sean does the same for me as well. If he can see that I'm cock blocking myself or something like that, he will actually be like, hey, you know, this thing. And it's also like making sure that I stay in integrity and all of the things as well. So yeah, now I think I'm going to leave it there. Otherwise, I'm going to literally be speaking about all of the things in one episode and I want to be able to keep these like you know, you go for a half an hour, 45 minute walk, you can listen to me for that walk. Like I don't want to make them too, too long. But um, again, this is such messy, imperfect action. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I'm literally, I tried to use GarageBand, which is like an app to do podcasts. It didn't fucking work. I don't know. I'll probably need to watch some tutorials. So this is just being recorded on voice notes on my laptop. I'm hoping it doesn't sound like absolute shit when I upload it, but you know what? It's not about the presentation of things or the perfect being perfect. It's about the fucking message that you're getting across. And I feel like that's what matters in this situation. So I'm going to leave you there. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me speak and talk about all of the things. 
I appreciate you. I love you. And I hope you have the most amazing day. Bye.